0: Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. That time folks Keith McPherson on the fan This is my last show of the year Let's have some fun Let's turn it up It's a football Friday A freestyle Friday Whatever you guys want to do We're going to talk about sports It's only till 10 So this isn't a KM to AM You got me from right now till 10 o'clock Taking your calls Obviously talking about the Jets Heading out west To face the Seahawks Season on the line Mike White The last hope. The New York football Giants. What a party it will be at Giants Stadium. MetLife Stadium. Turn up. The Giants are on their way back to the playoffs in the first year of the Joe Shane, Brian Day Bowl era. And the fans will be there to see it. The college football playoff is tomorrow. We should talk about it. I know you guys don't care that much. There's a few birthdays today. Happy birthday, LeBron James. The King is 38 today. Which is crazy for me because I remember LeBron was a senior when I was a freshman dating myself here. Sandy Koufax, his birthdays today. Tiger Woods' birthdays today. 40 years apart, 87 and 47. Carson Wentz, his birthdays today. That's why they're giving him the start Sunday. Igor Shosturkin, happy birthday. Happy birthday. There's a lot of uh famous birthdays and uh famous athletes that were born today, December 30th. Happy New Year. I won't see you tomorrow. You won't hear from me tomorrow. I'll be somewhere getting it in. And if you plan on getting it in, getting drunk, having a good time, be safe out there. I mean, driving in today, it wasn't safe. Uh, The traffic surrounding the tunnel. I'm from Jersey, obviously, so I'm coming in through the Holland Tunnel. Within three minutes of leaving my house, No, no, no. Got to park. Had to go park at uh, Target and jump on the train. They'll tell you it's 35 minutes, and then that turns into 55 minutes, and then you're late for work. But there's a ton of people uh, forcing their way into the city tonight, and it's, you know, 50-degree weather day. Like, it was freezing, below freezing last weekend, and now you get a mild weekend. So we're blessed, man, and we're ending another year. So tonight I'd like to reflect some on some things that, Happened this year, good, bad, uh, miraculous, disappointing. Call me up, 877-337-6666, and we'll talk about it. But I know what you guys want to talk about. I listened all day. I understand. It's about Mike White. It's about the Jets. It's about Daniel Jones. It's about the Giants. But what else can we add? What hasn't been said? Call me up with your hot takes. Call me up with a uh, you know topic that we haven't hit on. Bring up a player on... The Giants or the Jets that we're not talking about? Who's going to be an unsung hero or who's going to be the hero? I feel like we spend so much time on the quarterback position. We spend so much time on the head coaches. Let's find another way to talk about these teams as we're heading into a big weekend for New York football. And I mentioned the college football playoff. I mean, a year ago, Giants fans, (laughs) before we get to the college football talk, a year ago, I saw someone put this on Twitter a year ago where the Giants were. Shout out to Doug Rush. He said, a year ago, the Giants were running second and third down QB sneaks, and everyone wondered if Joe Judge really was meant to lead the Giants long term. What a difference a year makes to a franchise. Jake Fromm was taking those snaps. Yikes. And I remember that was, you know, very early for me. I was about a month into my time on the fan, and, I was calling out Joe Judge like a lot of other people were. This guy doesn't have it. This guy's not it. They got to go a different direction. No point in giving him another year. And I feel like the Mara family, they had a big year this year. Why? Because they listened to their fan base. Because their fans demanded that they go get football guys. And they did. They found a GM and a head coach that are football guys. And it completely changed the fortune of their franchise. They're going back to the playoffs with a win against the Colts. The Colts should not beat the Giants. If you're a Giants fan head into the game, call me up. I want to hear about the plan for the tailgate. I want to hear, you know, what you guys got planned because this is a big one Sunday. And for the Jets fans, I know there's a ton of talk around Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson and Jimmy G, but the season's not over yet. So let's try and focus on Mike White and what he needs to do and what this team needs to do, what this defense needs to do. I feel like not enough people are speaking on this Jets defense going backward in the last few weeks that they've lost these games. What do they need to do against a motivated Geno Smith and Pete Carroll in a revenge game for those two, hosting their former team? It's not going to be easy for the Jets to go out west this late in the season and beat the 12th man, but they can do it. They have to do it if they plan on staying alive. And, you know, I mentioned Jake Fromm former Georgia quarterback and here comes Georgia with the 25 year old quarterback in Stetson Bennett trying to go back to back trying to win the national championship back to back years that hasn't happened in a decade since Alabama did it and I love college football I mean I grew up watching college football played in college and it's just a great like I just I love it I mean I I think it's getting a little weird, which I'm glad I'm out of it, but not really. It's getting a little weird with the transfer portal and the NIL deals. I transferred, had to sit out a year. There was not even any kind of deal for uh, players to get. There was no NIL deals. You get like Pell Grant, your scholarship, and you get like your meal plan. You get food. So now, I mean, I love that college football, these kids are like some of these kids at the highest levels that you're going to see this weekend. They deserve to get paid. And they deserve to be able to leave and go to another school. And here we are now looking at a college football playoff where you get Georgia versus Ohio State. Ohio State has been in the college football playoff a ton. You'll get to see C.J. Stroud this weekend. You'll get to see Marvin Harrison Jr. You'll get to see future NFL guys on both sides. That's you know what I tell people that only watch the NFL and they're not that into college. I'm like, well, here's the next wave of kids. Here's the next wave of guys, the guys that you're seeing in the NFL right now, they were in the college football playoff. You know, the Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, not Zach Wilson. <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying with these elite college football programs? It's pretty much the same programs in every year. But now this year, Michigan is in there and they'll be facing off against TCU, who's I think is this is their first time making it that far. And, uh, you know, depending on who you ask, I don't know if they even should be in it, but Let's see what they've got against Michigan. I'm taking Michigan to win in advance and then face Georgia, and I hope that Michigan can knock Georgia off because I don't want to see another team go back-to-back. I remember when Alabama won back-to-back in 2012 and 2011, and I was a little bit younger. I was just coming out of college. And I remember thinking, why do all of these top players go to Alabama? Why are they all drawn to Alabama? When is there going to be a time where these kids squat up in other schools, to knock off Alabama. And that literally started happening. Happening The next year, Florida State won. Ohio State won. And then it went Clemson, Alabama, Clemson, Alabama. We saw LSU with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson and Clyde Edwards-Elair and a bunch of other NFL players' top draft picks go win it. And then Alabama wins it in 2020. And then Georgia last year. I'm hoping that Michigan can finally do it. Harbaugh, can finally be a champion at Michigan after all the years of people talking about him leaving for the NFL, him not getting the job done. I'd love to see Michigan win the national championship. So call me up if you're interested in talking college football. We had a caller last night call from Atlanta. And he's like, you know, I, I, I tuned into WFAN because the uh, sports talk radio stations down here are off for the week. And how come no one's talking about the college football playoff? And I was like, I'd love to. What do you want to talk about? And then I started to think a little more into it before we got deep in the conversation. And I said this, I'm like, well, in this area, right, the greater New York City area, who, who, who's our favorite? Like, who would we be rooting for? What team from this area? Like, when you look at the four teams, they're they're from the heartland of America, right? You got Michigan, Ohio, Texas, Georgia, and in those states... They care about their schools. They care about their college football. Like in Ohio, they care about Ohio State like it's a professional team. Same thing goes for Michigan and the Wolverines. In Georgia, they're not worried about who the Falcons are playing this week. They're worried about UGA and the Bulldogs. And then TCU, Texas, I mean, they care about football from high school football Friday nights of uh, Friday night lights. Of course they care about TCU potentially getting it done. Texas isn't the same anymore. So it's just not as big of a story here in New York City, but it's 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 national. And uh, I feel like we've done a, a ton of conversation around the Jets, the Giants all week. Uh, we're going to continue that. But I'd like to take some calls on college football, the state of college football, the college football playoff, winning back-to-back. And I, I don't want to see Georgia win back-to-back because in the coming years, the college football playoff will expand. In 2024 and 2025, they're going to expand it from four teams to 12, which I think is going to be great. I played in the FCS level where it's 16 teams, and they've had a 16-team playoff for a long time, and it's always entertaining. It's always fun. It's It's been successful. So I'd love to see that come to the uh, higher level. But other than that, Carlos Correa watch still continues. I mean, I think I told you guys all week while I was on that this is the week in between holidays. Don't expect things to get done. If you're in the corporate world, you know some people are completely checked out, completely off the grid. If you've got something that needs to be signed off on or you need to uh, get someone's consent on something, or like it's got to wait. So for the Carlos Correa stuff, I think we got to wait until next week. And some more information came out about the Players Association being involved now because the Mets want certain type of uh, things put in the contract just in case later on. I don't know. It is what it is. It's just a waiting game. But I think Mets fans can uh, you know, rest assured that the Mets get it done and that Carlos Correa does want to be a Met, and now it's just a waiting game. But as a Yankees fan, I do kind of feel some kind of way about them ruining Aaron Judge's uh, reintroduction press conference. Could have waited. You're going to wait all this time to get this deal done, but you had to break the news at 3 in the morning the night before Judge's big day. Because, you know, fighting for the back page, this little crosstown crossover rivalry, this winter rivalry here. Steve Cohen's the new George Steinbrenner. Oh, what's the bigger flex? George Steinbrenner or uh, Hal Steinbrenner signing Judge from Italy or Steve Cohen signing Carlos Correa from Hawaii? I mean, it's not a flex now. Get him get him signed. Um, this guy... It's going to change the Mets. This guy is the bat that they're looking for. They sold tickets as soon as they announced it. And uh, I expect that this gets done next week. And the last thing I wanted to add about it was just like (laughs) Major League Baseball should do something to avoid this, right? I was talking to my guy, Andrew Levy. If you're ever at the perfect suite in Yankee Stadium, wherever you see um, or when you see me at Yankee Stadium with guys like Doc Gooden or Willie Randolph or Java Chamberlain, I'm in Andrew's suite. And uh, we were talking today about how Major League Baseball should have something to say, hey, you can't go public with that deal until after the medicals, after the physical. But we live in this digital age where everybody wants to be first to report. Everyone wants to break the Internet. Everyone wants likes and retweets. So we wait. We wait. But uh, that's pretty much what's on the docket. That's pretty much all I've got to talk about tonight. I know Yankees fans want to know, are, are they really going to go with Estevan, Florey in left field? I don't think so. That's also a waiting game. Wait on it. Wait on it. Opening day is in three months from right now. We've got plenty of time. Taking your calls till 10 o'clock at 877-337-6666. Let's have some fun. It's a Friday night, a football Friday. Keith McPherson on the fan. Call me up. And I'll be right back. And I'm Keith McPherson, your nighttime host here at WFAN. Just going to talk for, like, I don't know, a minute or two until we get to the top of the hour break update. More on the Carlos Correa stuff. So basically what they're saying today or what we got tonight, and actually, like, heard this right when I first came in, uh, that Steve Cohen is seeking approval from Major League Baseball and the Major, B- Major League Baseball Players Association about unique clauses, right? They want to put unique clauses in this contract about Carlos Correa with his, uh, you know, plate in his ankle. And I don't know, man. I look at it like this, right? I don't think they want to pay him $315 million over 12 years. He's damaged goods. It's not a good investment. Over time, he's going to deteriorate. Over time, he may be on the I.L. a bunch. He might not be healthy. He might not be able to play that third base role that they're uh, slotting him in. But, you know, if this was to go south, and I don't think it will – it would be an interesting mess for the Mets, for Major League Baseball, to clean up. Talking to my buddy Andrew, he, he wrote it out like this. He said a baseball deal must not be announced until it's actually a deal, after the physical. The way it is today, so much can happen that's caused by this misleading information provided by the league. How many people bet on the Mets to win the World Series once they heard they signed Carlos Correa, right? They're the favorites. Let's you know put $100 down on the Mets to win the 2023 World Series. Uh, He says, also bad advertising in a world of big-time gambling partnered with professional sports. Like, there's definitely a bunch of people that bought tickets as well, right? I think we had a caller call in uh, one of the nights I was on and say how the Mets, you know, had a big bump in ticket sales the night that Carlos Correa was announced. He's going to be a Met. He's going to be a Met. But if this thing went south or this thing went the other way, it could be a big mess. So I don't understand why they don't just take out the social media part of it, take out the john hayman of it right the john haymans of the world from it like arson judge you know everybody wants to be first everyone wants to break the news we get that but let's get it de- let's get a deal done and get it right before we're all talking about it and speculating i just kind of think it's uh, a little backwards we rather hit the internet first with the news instead of making sure the back end is tied up and i think they did a good job this week of you know kind of keeping everything quiet so